All right. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. Will Ainsworth here from Open. And today uh, I've got the pleasure of being joined by uh, Mr. Scott Edwards, Director of Star Partners. Uh, Scott's been in the industry for uh, about 25 years and together with his wife, Sarah, they run their business out of three office locations in uh, Sydney's western suburbs. Scott, thanks for coming on today. How are you going? Good, Will. How are you? Yeah, look, really well, thank you. And really appreciate your time and, uh, and effort today. I know you're a busy man, so thank you for that. Now, just a uh, more of a personal question before we get into open. Uh, tell me a little bit about yourself and how you and Sarah ended up where you are today with three offices and a very successful few businesses. Uh, well, my father actually started the business in 1984. Um, I joined him in 2001. I'd spent uh, my early years in sales manager, management roles with some large corporates. Um, so that was good to have that experience to come into his business. Um, and I was a bit older then, um, late 20s when I came in. So it was the right time. I'm glad I didn't start coming out of school. Hmm. Um, Sarah was working for a competitor and um, in 2007 she went into sales and was just smashing it. And we were getting um, pretty much lapped in a, an area that we used to dominate. So... Uh, we managed to get her across, and one way of keeping her was to marry her, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, you got to do what you got to do. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. Um, now, tell me, prior to the adoption of Open, um, how, how was your business run? What, what did your sales process look like, and what were the, the issues you were facing? Uh, it was pretty similar to everyone else. Um, you know, with the market how it is at the moment, there's lots of buys, multiple offers. Um, and, you know, we were getting back to people and, and closing them on a Saturday afternoon, um, not disclosing up other offers. It was just how we'd always done it. Mm. Uh, and just at the end of it, we'd say, look, what's your best and final? Because we just can't keep going around in circles. Um, and that's pretty much how we did it, like every other agent and still does it in our area. So mm. um, Sarah stumbled across your platform through maybe social media or something. We sat down and had a look at it. We caught up with you and I think it was Ali at the time. Yeah. We, we liked it and we found it was good for a few reasons because a lot of the buyers still say to us now that, you know, the agent never got back to me. Uh, the agent only gave me one opportunity. The agent never told me the other offers. Um, so for those reasons, it was a way of managing the process where everyone was given an equal opportunity. And um, since we've started it, it's been, been terrific. Um, it's so exciting to hear because it's similar to the reason I adopted it um, all the way back when I first started using it as an agent. So it's nice to see others are, um, are following suit. Now, one of the reasons that we're really keen to speak to you today is that you have just had phenomenal success since adopting Open, which feels like you've been with us for quite a while, but it's only in September. Uh, two months ago that you actually did your first open and now believe it or not now quarterly awards you came equal third for the highest number of listings uh in opens um quarterly uh review with 16 listings so what have the past few months been like for you compared to the previous months and, and time that you were doing the old traditional way um well it was hard through COVID because there was no open homes um and for anyone to see how they had to make an appointment. Now, through September, we listed, Sarah and I listed very strongly. 
Um, so the phones were just absolutely crazy. It, was, it wasn't fun because, you know, you'd be on the phone to someone and you'd hear the call waiting coming through five times on one phone call and trying to get back to them was, was a nightmare. But the, um, the open negotiation was good because we could show buyers through, put them on the platform and they knew exactly when the final offer stage um, closed. Um, so with that, you know, the other way is that the buyers will put a good be putting pressure on the owner to take an offer now. But we had a system where we could say, look, this is our process. This is when final offer stage finishes. And uh, they knew exactly how, how it was going to proceed. And um, I think that's that's all the buyers want, is it? Just comfort and clarity over how this is this transaction is going to take place. Yeah. Yeah, and we're giving them time too. So, um, you know, we're not selling it within 24 hours. Um, there's there's a campaign now. We've, we'll probably get into that in some of your other questions, but we we have a campaign, um, a start and finish date now. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, which does lead me to my next question. So um, yeah, I'm glad that you raised that. So talk me through or talk us through how you and Sarah actually approach your listings um, and the campaign, the moment you've listed the property, what, what do you do from there on? So, um, we actually do our we actually do our presentations separately. That's something that you may not know because we couldn't do them together. That we wouldn't have time. Yep. Um, so we we both do them. I don't even think we've actually ever done a presentation together. Almost. <laughs> uh, we just do them separately. Um, and when we go in, we now that we've got some great case studies, we go through the results, selling the benefits. Now, what we do is we have um, a minimum of three open homes. Um, so that allows everyone a chance to firstly see the property. Um, and that's what we find is sets us a little bit apart is that, um, you know, we're not trying to sell the property, property, sorry, prop, I'm going to say that again. Yeah. Property too quick. Um, we're making sure that we have a minimum of three open homes to just to make sure that uh, the owners feel comfortable that everyone has seen it. Um, so that's that's we're a big believer in not selling it too quick. Make sure that everyone's had a chance to see it. Too many agents in our area will put them on Thursday and sell them on Saturday. You know, to me, that's just been blunt, being lazy and not looking after the vendors. You know, we can sell it the first Saturday as well, but yeah, um, quite often the best result doesn't come from the first open home. Yeah, it's funny in the slow markets, everyone you know, it goes around saying my days on market are lower than everyone else's and it should be the opposite in a hot market. You should actually try and keep them on the market for longer. Yeah, um, we do that on purpose. Yeah. Our stat is 46% of our buyers that buy the home didn't come to the first open home. So that's is a great, that right? Yeah, that's a great stat that we generally use um, with, within our presentations. So let me just clarify that. So almost half of your buyers don't come through the first open home. Correct. The people that end up securing the property, which clearly means they've, they've paid the most for it. Yep. So the best buyer for the property, in other words, is not coming through the first open half the time. Time, yeah. Because, you know, on a Saturday, you I mean, I can't go to an open home on a Saturday morning. Um, yeah. There are other people out there too in hospitality and those sort of, uh, those sort of areas that just can't get there. So we'll do a, a midweek, uh, one or two during the week again on Saturday. And then the final offers we won't even close on the Saturday. We'll give them to the sort of the Monday afternoon. Solicitors want to look through contracts, make sure the buyer's a good buyer. 
and they're fully qualified. Yeah, it's not that rush on Saturday afternoon. Yeah, which once again gives the buyers confidence. They can do their due diligence. You can do the same on them and um, everyone's understanding moving forward. Yeah. Um, now, so some of our listeners and or watchers um, may not necessarily know about open offers because it hasn't been around for that long, but can you just in your own words explain, because you use open offers predominantly, what is open offers and can you explain um, what it is to the listeners? Uh, well, I'll explain it the best I can. It's a way of managing the negotiation process in a way that's fair and transparent to all parties. And I, when we say all parties, I mean the buyers, the, the vendor as well. Um, so, you know, as you know, well, they can see the negotiation. They're, they've got access to the platform. And quite often I will ring them in the morning and they will say, oh, I've seen that other buyer come up overnight, which is great. They're not relying on me. Yeah. It's also transparent that, you know, the, the, you know, the old days of the listing agent setting the vendor up, all that sort of stuff doesn't happen. Um, you know, it's there for them to see and it conditions them, conditions them through that process. Um, so basically, getting back to your question, an interested buyer that we have at the Open Home, we generally send them the link on the spot to the platform. We explain to them that um, we use a system called Open Negotiation. It's a transparent way of managing the offers and you will get to see where the other buyers are offering. And that's what they like about it the most. Yeah. That they see it. And, and I typically say to them, it's up to you. You've got total control. No one's, um, you know, dictating to you. You you decide what you pay. And if you decide that it's above your budget, well, you stop. Um, it's not the agent managing you or anything. It's totally in your control. We are finding buyers are paying crazy numbers. They get competitive as well, as you know, when they're in yeah, there. Yeah. Um, and I think they also like that it's done at home or mm. in wherever they might be on their phone, where at an auction or at a, you know, outdoor at the, at the house at the auction, it can be intimidating. Yeah. Uh, where they're there, they just sit back and they do it from home and it's, it's been great. And they like it, as I said, they just love to see where the other offers are at. So on the flip side, have you got many listings off the back of using open offers? Yeah, we, we have. Um, vendors have made comment that they listed with us you know, one of the reasons was the process. Yeah. Um, so we do have something different to offer, which other agents have access to, but, um, you know, the way that we've not only adopted it as the way we negotiate, but the way in that we run a campaign with it. Um, you know, there's no reason why you, I think you might have mentioned to me the first started, you could just put a house on the market. If you get a bit of interest, just throw them in to open offers where we're doing it on all of them, running the full campaign. Yeah, um, it's really nice to see. Um, and as probably everyone that's listening knows, listings are pretty tight um, around the entire country in New Zealand. So it means there's a lot of pressure on at the at the appraisal, yeah. at the kitchen table. What are you saying um, that's differentiating yourself from, and it doesn't have to be open if, if it is great, but what are you saying to your vendors to, to list the number of properties you and Sarah are doing? Because you're getting a, an amazing amount of listings. Well, I just run through the case because we've had a few now I simply run through the process and show them the case studies and how it works and the benefit to them um, you know vendors these days don't want to hear about all the fluff and you know how long you've been in the industry and how many staff you have and all that so you know they just want to know what's important to them so I just run through um, the case studies show them the buyers that we've got that we 
had him there and how they've reacted to the platform um, and, and the end result. So uh, it's quite easy once, as you said to me at the start, once you get some good results, it'd be quite easy to present and it, and it is. It's, um, it's great. And I've actually had a call this morning from a lady that just bought through the system and she does, she's half an hour out of our area. And I don't, and she said, I want you to sell my house. And I haven't had that. I can't remember I've had that. And I've said to her, I said, oh, look, I've got, a, we've got a, another franchise down there. These guys do great. I'll refer you in. She said, no, 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 I want you in Sarah. So, you know. <laughs> uh, what a good problem to have that is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, she, she's been around looking for a while. And as a buyer, she knows that's how she wants to sell. Yeah, exactly right. Um, now, this is not a loaded question. You can answer it as honestly as you want. But do you think if you sold the properties that you've sold through open offers via, say, private treaty, traditional method, would you have got the same outcome price-wise? Well, it's funny you say that because I've, I have said to prospective clients that I don't think I would have got these results if I didn't have this system. Um, I know that's exactly what you want to hear, but it's the truth. I have said to them, I'm ashamed to say that I don't know if I would have got these prices because some people are just, um, some of their final offer stages are lasting for almost an hour. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, um, agents that have patience to be going back and forth, back and forth on the phone, I just don't know if it would happen. Yeah, and that's... Uh... I get asked all the time by agents that have, you know, fear change. Oh, will, it, will this replace my job? What, what's your answer to, to that? No, because this is just one part of it. Um, you know, it's, it's just a part of the experience that you're going to have with that vendor. This is just the end result of how you're going to manage it. There's so many things that go into that part of getting everyone into the final offer stage. Um, you know, we've I've often a couple of times I've paused it to manage some buyers at certain times. Um, you know, we just don't let it go around and don't get involved. We we're watching it. Quite often we've had to pause the negotiation to make a couple of calls, um, to make sure again we get the right result. Um, so it's not it, it won't replace you at all, no. Mm. And what about, uh, I mean, you've got lots of buyers competing, so obviously you're getting more people miss out than, than securing properties. How do those buyers feel inevitably when you ring them up and say, look, I'm sorry you missed out? Are they yelling and screaming at you saying that you didn't give them the chance or are they, how are they responding? Well, they're disappointed, no doubt. Yeah. Um, and frustrated, but they're frustrated with any process like that. But the one thing I can tell you is, I'm not getting any complaints because they know they were given every chance. Yeah. Um, where the other way they can say, why don't you ring me back? Or, you know, you never told me the other offers. And there's no excuse. This is what I love about it is that it's, they've got control. They can withdraw whenever they want. Um, so I'm not, I'm getting people disappointed they missed out, but they're not disappointed at us. They're disappointed yeah. they just simply missed out. And they know they had every chance. They just said it just kept going too high. So I imagine since September, you've not had one person say to you, hey, Scott, I would have paid more for that property. No. Yeah. No. It's pretty comforting. You can lie in bed straight at night knowing that you've given everyone fair and equal opportunity. Yeah, that's why I, I push that to the buyers. You know, you have every opportunity as the other buyers have the same chance. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, and um, they can only, at the end of it, they can only blame themselves if they miss out. Not blame themselves, but they can, they yeah. have control, you know. Absolutely. Now, um, what's been your most memorable result so far? Um, well, there's been a few, but we had one in Colleton, and, um, which many listeners may not know, but it's probably a, a, an average price for a house. It was, well, now it's getting about 800 Um but we had um, had a price guide of 900 which we thought was still good money for the area. Uh, owners' expectations as it went on were probably sort of around 950, 960. Um, we had 11 qualified buyers in the system. Uh, and at the final offer stage, we had 83 offers. Uh, and it ended up going, it was on for 900, remember, went for a million and 96. Wow. Yeah. And like for a three bedroom, one bath in Colton to get over a million dollars was just crazy. It was a beautiful home. Yeah. But it just showed you um, how this system can work. And then the owners were just like, she was texting me. I can't tell you what she was texting me, you know. Um, <laughs> and then when you ring them, they're screaming. And yeah, it was it was good. But there, it wasn't just, what I find, Will, is that typically there's two buyers that carry it. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. Yeah, um, and there's another one we've had. Um, I think you, the the first one we had, but yeah, typically two buyers just carry it. People will slowly drop off, and then two will sort of, you know, I guess it's like a marathon. Mm. They're the last two in the straight, and the others have just sort of dropped off. Um, and until that last person drops off, it just keeps going. Now, um, it wasn't that long ago when you hadn't ever heard of or, or run an open campaign and you probably remember the thought vividly but what advice would you give agents who are sitting there on the fence going oh, I don't know about this I'm a bit scared I'm a bit timid I don't like change what what advice would you give agents out there well if they're looking for an edge it's certainly an edge um, and you will find that when you do it you will you will get results quickly and um you will find that probably other agents won't follow you because they don't want to do what you're doing. Um, so if you can get in before anyone else, I think that would be the best thing to do because you've got a different story to tell at, at the dining room table. Um, you, you're not the same. You do have something different and that's what people are looking for. They're, it looking, is. they're looking for something that's going to get them the best price. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, this takes away... The, the listing agent, um, whether he's great or not so good, um, our, our role is to get as many people into that platform as possible. Yeah. Um, and then get them to, to make sure that we get the most for that vendor. And I find this is the most effective way. So if, you know, the change is, um, it will be rewarding, let me tell you. But you've got you to have the whole package. So, will you, you know, you... It's got to be a product. Yeah, it's an enabler. It's not. Uh, this is not going to turn your career around if you're not very good at real real estate. No, that's right. And you got to have the systems. You got to have people. You got to have. Yeah. You got to. You got to have. Um, you've also got to stick to it. You know, because you know there'll be people that will want to try and take it off the market beforehand. Yeah. Uh, and, and offer you good money, but you don't know if that's a good offer until the end of this process. Yeah, you know, I've had so many people say to me, look, I'll I'll give you give you an example of a guy that said to me, um, look, I don't want to go through that because I feel I'm gonna to pay too much for it. 
why don't yeah. you go to the owner with an offer of 810? I said, well, look, the owner's decided to go through this process. This is how we're doing it. Look, I'll let them know. Um, and then come back to you. So I went and told the owner and just said, look, we've got to stick with it. And went back and said, look, 810, thanks, but we're going to stick to the campaign. Anyway, ended up going for 876. Mm-hmm. You know, miles about what he was going to pay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I wouldn't have expected to go for that either. But it just shows shows you that uh, until you get get them in completely, you don't know what it's going to where it's going to end. I mean, he's already told you his fear is because he thinks he's going to have to pay too much. That's uh, a pretty good problem to have when you represent the vendor. Well, one question I said to him, what well, I said to him, um, look, I understand that you don't want to go through that because you're worried about paying too much. But if I was selling your house, would you want me to use this process? Yeah. He said, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> oh, very good. Very I love good. that. <laughs> yeah, so that was my way of just putting him back to say, listen, yeah. it's what's best. Yeah, and was he, out of curiosity, was he uh, um, in the ballpark outside of 810 or was that where he, he did not get involved? Yeah, no, he, he was out in knew straight away. Even yeah. before the final offer stage, he'd gotten over that. Tom had got close. Yeah. He'd already touched over that. Okay. Now, one of the uh, property results um, also made it into the top 15 uh, in the uh, quarterly stats uh, was a property at 10 Hermitage Place. You probably remember it. Yeah, that was our first one, actually. Yeah, interesting. Tell us about that one, please. Um, so this will actually work out. So I met with the owner and she had just put a deposit that day on a, uh, she was downsizing into a sort of a village, over 55 village. And um, I said, well, look, we probably expect based on comparables, all that sort of stuff, around 850, maybe a bit more. Using this system, and you can be the first one to use it. What do you think? She said, "Yeah, no problem. Let's go with it." Anyway, went on at um, at a price got of eight fifty. But as it turned out, actually three buyers wanted to be in that street because they had family in and around that area, and um, three of them. There was about five or six in the in the uh, qualified buyers, but. Two of them, again, as I said, just took it and they just wanted that house in that street. Yeah. Anyway, it went for like 50-odd minutes, the negotiation. They just kept going head to head, head to head. And um, I think from memory, it went for about 976 or something. <laughs> on for 850, it was just like, and that yeah. was the first one. So it was like, wow. So we, yeah, straight, straight away we had a story to tell. Yeah. She then told the neighbour about four weeks later, uh, went straight out and listed his house because he bought as well. Uh, and he he just said, look, it was no other agents. It was just sign me up. You know, I've seen what you did there and let's get yeah. it on. Sold that. That's just gone through now as well. Good on you, Scott. That's uh, that's fantastic. And to turn one listing into multiple, I mean, in this market where there's a shortage, isn't that a brilliant outcome? Yeah. yeah, well, as I said, even that lady that's ringing from outside the area, well, that just shows you. You know, yeah. that, that people are looking for something a little different and they know that they've been through that process as a buyer, so they know that that's, that's the way to get the best price. Now, touching on the, uh, the price transparency, obviously with open offers, you can turn it on or off um, depending on, you know, your circumstances yeah. or how the campaign's going. Have you got a preference or is there a reason you would turn it on or off? We haven't had to change much. There's been a couple that's been a bit slow where, We've pushed it out. 
um, or we've just passed it in. Um, and that typically will be a price issue, as you know. Yeah. Um, all the units and that are a little bit slower than the houses. Yeah. Um, but we still think it's worth having a go because you just don't know. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what's the worst thing that happens? You go back to what everyone else is doing anyway. Yeah, that's it. Um, so, and, you know, maybe even the top end when they're really, you know, the top end, they're a bit slower because, you know, there's not as many people in that price range. But, again, we give it a go. We do the 10-day campaign. And then if, if we have no luck, we can then just flick it over to, you know, typical one-on-one -on -one negotiation with the buyers. Yeah, okay. Um, now, I ask all of my guests this, but what's your biggest tip um, for all the listeners to become better agents? doesn't have to be open specific, but what would you give, uh, given your expertise now in the industry, what would be your one best tip? Um, probably a um, fairly simple answer is that um, I just go in and um, Sarah and I, we often talk about this, is that I walk into every appointment um, just to help the client. Uh, the first thing I do when I sit down is say, how can we help? Um, and then I listen and then work out the best advice or the best strategy moving forward for them. Mm. Um, I don't go in and tell people how wonderful we are and how good I am at going to get you this and that. Sure, I go through the process, but that's just part of it. Yeah. It's part of it. Um, you know, we, we try and deliver and experience that they will fondly remember. That's probably the thing. And we look we, within our group. I think six years in a row we've won the customer service award. So yeah. we're big on that, um, and that's why we talk about the experience. And all I say to people is just be genuine. Just just help people, you know. Because if you do that, you'll you'll always do well. And um, and if you don't, people will see through you anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well said. Um, I'd hate to say it's, you know, it's pretty common sense, but obviously it's not in our industry, which is a shame. It's, um, yeah. it's an easy way for you to separate yourselves from your competitors, just help people and look what follows. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, uh, I've got a we few... Get, oh, sorry. We often get buyers, but Sarah does, because, you know, she's, she's very... Her main thing is customer support service. She's fantastic at it, but a lot of buyers will say to her, I'm so glad you've got this listing, you know, those sort of things they want to deal with this because they know that we're just going to just be honest and just help them. Yeah. It's nice. Very nice to hear. Now I've got a few uh, rapid fire questions that I ask all my guests as well, you, which you're not aware of at this stage. So um, <laughs> they're pretty basic ones, but uh, you've got, you've got to give me one word answers. Okay. What was your least favorite food as a child? Um. I should remember it, but it was a boiled vegetable. I think it was squash or something. Squash. Yeah. Yep. And do you, do you still hate it or do you like it now? Hate it. Hey, tokos <laughs> it was. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Horrible. If you could pick up a new skill in an instant, what would it be? I should answer this quicker, shouldn't I? I was going to say maybe thinking quickly. No, I'm only kidding. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, can't think of one. Well, sorry. All right. No, good. I'll come back to it. What would be at the top of your Christmas list this year? Oh, break. Yeah, good one. I like it. Would you rather go back in time or forward in time? Uh, forward. And why? No regrets. Yep. Good. I like that. Very well said. Now, that wasn't too hard, was it? No, that was easy. I thought it was more than that. No, no, that's all it is, all it is. But, um, Scott, I know that um, you do fly under the radar a bit as far as your sort of public persona, so I really do appreciate you putting yourself out there and for, and for your time as well. And I know Sarah couldn't make it due to another appointment, but thank her for us as well, would please? Um, yeah. It's fantastic having you as part of the open um, community. We're really enjoying watching you guys flourish with this product and um, yeah, see what's coming in the future because we've got a lot more exciting uh, additions to the the platform that hopefully you and Sarah can use to your advantage. Yeah, thanks. Well, I just say that um, also the support from Open's been good. It's been great actually. So um, if anyone's worried about support from Open as the organisation, they're very good with a hotline and getting back to us. And uh, there's contacts there that you, if you need to in a hurry, uh, get in touch with them. So they've been they've been great. So thank you. Good on you, Scott.